A row has been brewing for months in the southern Indian state of Karnataka after dozens of Muslim students have been barred by authorities from entering colleges wearing hijab or traditional scarves. Widespread protests and counter-protests from students attending local colleges and pre-universities have erupted across the southern coastal state, flaring up tensions in the communally sensitive region. You are listening to Beyond the Headlines. I'm your host, Nilanjana Gupta. And this week, we are looking at what's behind the hijab row in India. Before we start, if you want to get all the latest from Beyond the Headlines, hit subscribe in your podcast app. Female Muslim students have protested for days outside the gates of their colleges, demanding the administration to let them attend classes wearing hijab. Their protests were met by counter-demonstrations by students linked to right-wing Hindu groups. They wore saffron scarves, a colour used by hardline Hindu nationalists, and marched on the streets chanting Jai Shri Ram, a traditional Hindu salutation that has, in recent years, become a war cry. The Muslim students are claiming that they have been stopped from attending classes because the ruling right-wing Hindu nationalist Bharatiya Janata Party is targeting the community through hijab. But the authorities have defended the decision, saying that it has the right to prescribe and enforce the wearing of uniforms in educational institutions, including a no-hijab policy. The government has also claimed that the teenagers are more than welcome to wear the hijab on the campus. It is only in the classrooms they are asking for the hijabs to be taken off. The school where this began is an all-girls school. The Muslim girls would not be expected to wear the hijab in an all-female environment, but the school faculty has both male and female staff. On December 28, six students returned to the women's pre-university college in the Udupi district after a gap of nine months. The government had lifted restrictions that were imposed in March to curb the spread of the deadly second wave of the coronavirus pandemic. According to students, after they arrived wearing the Muslim traditional headscarf, some of their Hindu classmates protested, saying the women were violating the uniform rules. The following day, Hindu students wore saffron-coloured shawls to register their opposition, prompting college authorities to order all students to refrain from wearing any religious clothes on the campus. All government as well as private colleges and universities in the state have the right to prescribe uniforms for students. The pre-university college has maintained that it never allowed religious clothing inside the classroom. A.H. Almas is one of the many students from the government PU Girls College in Udupi who contests this claim, saying seniors at the school were allowed to wear a hijab freely. It was in 2020 when I got admission in that college. I have seen my seniors. They were my seniors and even my super seniors. Their seniors also used to wear the hijab in the classes, but they were not put outside the class. Last year itself, they didn't allow us to wear hijab. They put us outside the class. They said that you can't wear hijab. You have signed some and some agreement at all. Then lockdown took place. And now this year, when we continuously requested that we want our rights and when we kept the, all the situation and all from the past years that other girls have been wearing hijab, why can't we now wear hijab? 
why is this like a different rule for us then like they were not at all ready to agree our school our college management and all then didn't let us wear hijab and because of that we had to wear hijab and go to the college by the first week of january the protests had made national headlines forcing the college administration to allow the young women to attend classes but in separate classrooms on january 19 the college held a meeting with parents state government officials and the students to resolve the dispute but it was inconclusive more protests followed as the state government set up an expert committee to resolve the issue and announced that all the students had to adhere to uniform rules until the recommendations came students continued wearing headscarves and were met with resistance by authorities who physically barred them from entering the campus on january 31st one of the students filed a petition in the karnataka high court challenging the ban five other students filed a separate joint petition before the court pleading it was their fundamental right under the indian constitution the right to profess practice and propagate religion alma says she didn't expect the filing of the petition to become such a big issue we never intended or we never thought that this thing would go so long we just thought that we are asking for a basic right and we would get it easily because we live in a country as i said that where uh, we live with uh, like all the constitutional values so i thought we would get our rights easily but this thing was dragged so far that now it have become communal on world hijab day dozens of students at bhandarkar's arts and science college went to college wearing a headscarf but were asked to remove it the girls sat outside the college gate and demanded the principal to let them attend the classes videos of the protesting students sparked outrage on social media these protests were followed by another wave of counter protests by hindu students male and female who rallied on the streets wearing saffron scarves to assert their right to wear religious clothing although traditionally the saffron scarves have never been part of the hindu attire but for almas the inclusion of a saffron scarf for hindu students in the schools seems like a fair trade they speak about equality but we are not objecting it i'm not i am not ob- objecting them wearing the saffron shawl if it's important in their religion then they can wear we are no one to stop uh, you know their rights and their beliefs we are no one to stop them if they want to wear they can wear but my question is when i as a girl i as a muslim i have been wearing hijab since i was 3 to 4 year old i was so young when i started wearing hijab from that time i have never seen any uh, like hindu girl or boy wearing saffron shawl when they come out or i have never seen them wearing that in their schools or colleges i have never seen that videos of hindu counter protests confronting and chasing hijab wearing muslim students amid chants of jai shri ram went viral within days protests spilled over to as many as five colleges in other districts and the issue snowballed into a national political controversy opposition leaders lashed out at the government for allowing the situation to get out of hand the government closed down schools and colleges over fears of violence and imposed a ban on gatherings near educational institutions several incidents of stone pelting and police using tear gas to disperse crowds were reported in the region students from the dalit community 
who are considered to be from a low caste in Hindu society, protested in solidarity with the women, wearing blue scarves, a colour associated with the community. The Karnataka High Court ordered the government to reopen the schools and colleges but issued a temporary ban on all religious clothing in educational institutions until the final order. It held daily hearings for nearly two weeks on the matter and reserved judgment on February 25th. Many people have questioned why these young women are wearing the hijab and whether they have chosen to do so freely. Captain Ganesh Karnik is the state government's spokesperson. Do you think Muslim women and their choices are respected in their community? Forget about the society. But the girls who are involved have strong opinions about their choice. Heba Sheikh is a 22-year-old student at Car Street College in Mangalore. So many people are asking me why hijab is so important to you. I would like to say one thing that I'm not wearing hijab recently. Uh, since so many years I'm wearing it and I had no problem wearing it. Since I'm wearing hijab, no one told me not to wear it. I'm wearing a hijab not uh, that my family forced me to wear it and not my uh, society forced to wear it. It's my individual choice. I have chosen it because I feel protected in it. Uh, no one has the right to say you should not wear it. I'm an Indian. I have freedom. I have freedom to wear anything. No one can say you, you cannot wear it. You cannot do that. It's my choice. I have the right. I have freedom. Fatima Usman is a student studying Ayurvedic medicine and surgery. She also feels the emphasis on hijab is impeding on her rights as a citizen. All over the world, everyone has their own lifestyle. If someone chooses to wear the hijab or choose not to wear the hijab, it is the matter of choice. No one has the right to interfere in their life. If I choose to wear the hijab, it is my matter of choice and it is my individual choice. No one forced me to wear the hijab. So no one has the right to tell me what to wear and what not to wear. It is none of their business. The colleges and pre-universities that have banned the hijab are state-run educational institutions. And they have strong support from the Prime Minister Narendra Modi's ruling Bharatiya Janata Party in the state. Many leaders from the governing party have equated the students' demands with the Taliban. Karnataka BJP MP Pratap Simha said, those intending to wear hijab should have gone to India's arch-rival Pakistan during separation a rhetoric used by right-wing Hindus against Indian Muslims. On the other side, several opposition parties have blamed the state government for targeting Muslim students and fanning communal tension in the state. But the state's junior education minister, B.C. Nagesh, had also claimed that there are hidden hands behind the row, although he did not name any group. Several media reports quoting government sources pointed towards Muslim student groups like Popular Front of India, an Islamist group from Kerala. There have been allegations and counter-allegations that the controversy was manufactured. Captain Ganesh Karnik believes that this whole confrontation was started by opposition groups and that the school is well within its rights to enforce a uniform policy that excludes the hijab. This is done with a sinister design. This is done with a scheme. A scheme of things which is part of that community 
to have a separate identity and then possibly demand more privileges in the coming years. So as part of that strategy, they've done it. As far as uh, central government is concerned or the state government is concerned, dress code is left to the management. You have seen in your own country, possibly, schools and colleges have different kind of dress code to be identified as a different institution. So governments do not insist on a particular color dress or particular color uniform. It is left for the management. So there is no question of government not getting involved or not getting involved. But hijab, why it has come uh, to the focus only today? Why in recent times? Why was it not questioned? I have gone through my schools and um, colleges. I had Muslim friends in my classes. They never wore hijab. They did not even wear burqa and come to class. Of late, uh, this kind of a separate identity is being established. And as far as the schools and colleges are concerned, they never objected to Muslim girls coming to school campus wearing burqa. They only said in the classroom, in the name of uniformity, Every child is supposed to have a same kind of address code. What is wrong in it? Although the controversy is over hijab, students from the minority Sikh community have also been dragged into the row. Baptized Sikhs, including women, wear a turban called the star as part of the five mandatory symbols to be carried on their bodies. Asking to remove it is considered an insult to their religion. But in February, a pre-university Sikh student in the state capital, Bangalore, was ordered to remove her turban by the principal. The same week, a six-year-old boy was denied admission in a school for wearing the religious turban in the state, sparking outrage in the community. Several Sikh leaders wrote to the state chief minister, Baswaraj Bomai, to issue a government order to protect the Sikh religious rights. Although Captain Karnik believes a student can be asked to attend without a hijab, he considers it unfair treatment for Sikh students to remove their turbans. As far as I am concerned, as far as the Sikh community is concerned, I have, uh, in the army days, I have worked with them, I have lived in Punjab. The wearing of turban is part of their religious practice. There are five things they are supposed to practice. And among those five things, one is uh, the Pagdi, this one part. Secondly, in armed forces, as per our regulation, as per norms, they are permitted to wear it because there is a guidelines given as far as the Sikh troops are concerned, they are permitted to wear their Pagdi or their uh, turban. So in this particular school, which you are referring to, I also gone through the press reports, permitting or not permitting these young children wearing Pagdi to enter the school is not the right thing to do. The school should have allowed them to continue because it was accepted norm. In all the centrally administered uh, Kendriya Vidyalayas, central schools that we have in this country, even though they have a uniform, six children are permitted to wear their turban and come to the school. So what they have done is not in the right uh, direction. For Captain Karnik, Sikhs and Muslims are two distinct issues. With regard to the headscarf, there is no institution where, as per the Europe, except possibly some minority institutions, as I understand, there are no schools where they specifically mention that headscarf is part of the uniform. I think you must read between lines. It is not about the religion. If the religion demands it, you sit with the school management and then include it as part of the dress code or 
ask for a special provision and the special provision can be requested in more decent and dignified way it is possible it is not that the government of india or the government of karnataka have refused anyone from wearing hijab outside it is being uh, uh, blown out of proportion saying that fundamental rights are being questioned the muslim women are not being permitted to wear uh, their religious dress it is not the case if people think that hijab should become part of the uniform there is a better way of doing in a democracy you don't protest and do it you go and request through dialogue you talk to the management and tell them this is something unavoidable suddenly they come up with the idea that now we must be permitted why only six students of the 85 muslim students if it is part of their religion why only six of them insist on uh, permission for wearing uh, hijab religious practices are protected under india's secular constitution giving communities the right to follow and practice their religion women from many communities in india wear head scarves in different forms and shapes and the veil system still remains an intrinsic part of life in almost all religious groups although some women's rights groups in india have been campaigning against the veil system saying that it was a symbol of patriarchy the overall acceptance of veils in the largely conservative society allowed the hijab to be widely accepted it does not carry the level of controversy that it has in some western countries where hijabs or burqas have been banned the two items of clothing are different the hijab is a headscarf that covers the hair neck and sometimes a woman's shoulders and leaves the face uncovered whereas the burqa is a one piece veil that covers the face and body there is often a mesh screen to see through for years france has been at the center of the debate after it banned burqa in 2004 followed by a new amendment in 2021 that banned the hijab for anyone under 18 in february 2022 France voted to ban the hijab in competitive sports causing controversy as women who have been competing for years were asked to choose between their sport and their religion. The Netherlands has had a burqa ban since 2019. In recent years, particularly after Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi came to power in 2014, religious practices of minorities, especially Muslims and Christians have come under scrutiny. Although India is a secular country, laws have been imposed that reflect the Hindu majority. From banning and criminalizing the eating of beef and inter-religious marriages to attacking Christmas masses, minority religious groups are facing unprecedented assaults in India. The number of attacks on people for eating beef has risen since Modi came into power. The cow is a sacred animal for India's Hindu majority. and eating beef is considered sacrilegious congress is the main opposition party in india and have fared badly in elections since india's pm modi the leader of the bjp came to power in 2014 modi's popularity as a man who came from humble beginnings and one who defends the majority hindu population has increased as he won with an even bigger majority vote in 2019 Communal tensions and violence in India has at times been brutal but it also coexists with members of Indian society 
from all different backgrounds living, working, studying alongside their compatriots, building relationships and friendships. Almas laments the loss of these friendships. The people, the politicians and everyone have put hatred among the students. You know, they have filled so much hatred among their hearts that they have started creating so much difference between the communities and the religions. This is very sad to say that my friends, my own non-Muslim friends have been, you know, not speaking with me from so many days after these things have started. I feel so sad for it. We used to sit together. We used to share our food together. We used to gossip. And now the same friends which were so close with us, now they are not even, you know, speaking to us properly. This is heartbreaking. We are all brothers and sisters and why can't they understand that what we want? And it, we are just asking for a headscarf on our head. Like, we are just asking for a piece of cloth on our head, which is the same cloth of the uniform. We are just, we just wanting to cover it on our head. Why are they not allowing us? Although the students involved hope that the judgment will come down in their favour, Captain Karnik thinks those who want to wear the hijab should try to find places of education that specifically cater to their own community. There are institutions where hijab is permitted by the management, like these um, uh, organizations which are uh, managed by uh, Muslim minorities. Let them go there. There is now no hard and fast rule. If you go to a very famous institution, in uh, uh, Uttar Pradesh, which is called as Aligarh Muslim University, a university named by that community, they have certain dress code for that institution. Now, Hindu students studying in that institution, are they not abiding by the rules and regulations of that institution? They are following it. It is as simple as that. In a country where almost 80% of the population is Hindu, asking those Muslim or Sikh and Christian minority groups to segregate their lives from the majority is difficult. Noreen is a 25-year-old student who thinks the division serves the government. We have members of the parliament coming in saffron clad from head to toe. So that's basically not an issue. I think the ruling government, they want to convert this into a Hindu Rashtra because there has always been this division of Hindu-Muslim from the beginning of time. It is just amplified right now. And the ruling party right now knows the pulse of the people, pulse of the youngsters, and they're just utilizing it. They're just, uh, you know, fuming the heat inside the youngsters and the youngsters get onto the streets and create this um, entire uh, band of issues. That's what is just, you know, being escalated. So the the reason why what we want to wear, uh, the choice is taken away from us is only and only because we're Muslims. I'm not somebody who wears hijab every time, but I believe... Every single person has a choice of, you know, what they want to wear, why they want to wear, when they want to wear. And I think it should not be taken away from anybody. That, that would be the biggest injustice that you're doing to people. As the students await the decision of the court, it is the handful of those who wish to wear the hijab that have the most at stake. If they can return with their hijabs, there has been a schism among the communities. If they are told they cannot wear hijab, their access to education on their terms end. Alma says there is an impossible choice ahead of her if this is the case. They have been asking us that, is uh, your religion important for you or your education? This is the worst question they have asked. Like This, is, this question can't be asked. We live in a secular country where we have rights to follow both where we have rights to follow both and the same country is questioning us. They are giving the choice 
like to choose anyone i don't want to choose anyone because both are my priorities and both are my pride i have so much trust and i believe my democratic system i believe my judiciary i believe the court of this country i believe the law and order of this country and i hope that they will give the judgment to follow our uh, rules to follow our faith with the education i hope we will get the positive response you have been listening to beyond the headlines i have been your host nilanjana gupta if you have enjoyed this week's beyond the headlines please subscribe to get all the latest episodes and if you have time we'd really appreciate a review thanks this week to all our guests this week's episode was produced by arthur edison aisha khan and tanya datta